Ladies, Leah and I are so grateful that you are journeying through the Psalms of Comfort with us. And we thought, man, we would love for these women to grow in God's word just as we have, not just by listening to us, but by them actually spending time in God's word prior to listening to the podcast. So we have created a downloadable one-page guide for how to study the Psalms. And so all you have to do is go to theurbanchristianwoman.com, download the guide, and it is right there readily available, or you can access it directly from our IG and Facebook accounts and click the link in the profile and you'll find it. Ladies, we pray that this guide blesses you and in the days to come, we will actually be providing the Psalms that we will be doing for the upcoming week so that you can journey with us through the book of Psalms. What's up ladies and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast and we are literally in the middle of a global pandemic. That's right. So whether you are with your kiddos, you are taking a pause, possibly in an Epsom salt bath. That sounds so good. Or you're sitting in front of your computer taking a break. Keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Welcome back, ladies, to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ross, and I'm here with our lovely co-host, Toshiba Oliver. What up, what up, what up, what up? I'm We're sure glad that's going to be. That's going to sound real loud. <laughs> we are so glad to be back, back with you, back in the Psalms. Come on now. Today, we're digging into Psalm 16. And if you've been tracking with us through this series, it's been good, 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 good. Yes, it has been. It's been been so good. Mm -hmm. The Lord is, is the series. And so as we've been going through these Psalms of Comfort, we've been pulling out who the Lord is. Um, And so in Psalm 16, we're going to see that the Lord is my portion. The Mm. Lord is my portion. So. Um, buckle, buckle in, buckle up, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah. Uh, Jashiba is going to read the passage and then we're just going to jump in. Yes. So Psalm 16, a mickum of David, preserve me, O God, for in you, I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night Also, my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand our pleasures forevermore. Amen. Amen. Yes. All right, ladies. So Psalm 16. Um, By now, we hope and pray that you guys have gotten a chance to see that we 
are putting out a resource of notes, um, a note-taking tool for you. So um, just letting you all know, and if you want to be tracking through these podcasts with the Psalms and taking notes, we would encourage you to do that because, I mean, listen, we're all learners here, okay? Yep, so yep, yep. we're going to be acting as such. Um, yep. And part of being a learner is writing stuff down. That's, so that's right. Good. So that's if you right. want to, we encourage you. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Psalm 16, the themes that we see here are um, delight in the goodness of God. We see that in verses 2 in verses 10 and 11, um, David says to the Lord, you are my Lord, I have no good apart from you. So he is confessing the goodness of God and delighting in it. Um, we see also that God's inheritance, um, he has an inheritance for his people. Uh, we see that in verses two as well and verses six. And this inheritance is, um, we're talking about a body and soul resurrection, um, what we inherit from being brought into, being bought by the blood and being brought into God's family. Mm -hmm. And then we also see that this inheritance essentially, ultimately, is him. Um, it's everlasting and eternal fellowship with him, a relationship with him. We are given God himself when he gives us a relationship with him. He's giving us himself mm -hmm. and so um we have we have surely as a psalmist says a delightful inheritance we also see in this psalm devotion and consecration of god's people to him yeah um in verses five as well as seven and eight i mean david says the lord is my chosen portion so he is saying i'm choosing to make God my portion. Come on. Um, in seven and eight, he says, I have set the Lord before me. Mm -hmm. He is choosing um, to be devoted to God. Um, and the people of God are choosing mm -hmm. this devotion to God alone. Yeah. And then finally, this, one of the themes that we see is this prophecy of Christ. Y'all, this psalm is hugely prophetic. Ooh. David is speaking hugely and, 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 boldly and clearly about the coming of Christ Come and on. the, um, the life yeah. and the, um, the trajectory of Christ's life. And we look at it that plain and clear in verses nine and 10. Therefore, my heart is glad. My whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or nor let your Holy one see corruption. And some Facts. versions say, um, or see the pitch or see decay. Facts. And Facts. Facts. That right there, let your Holy One see decay. Let your Holy One see the pit. These are references. These are prophetic words. This is a prophecy yep. towards Christ mm -hmm. um, that David, out of, out of his faith and, and um, knowledge and wisdom that God has given him, he knows, he knows this is true, that there is another one Mm -hmm. coming from his line who will take the throne and that is christ mm. and she as we were preparing and talking for this earlier i know you were just telling me about um where this pops up again in acts yes Talk which about i'm it. like the bible is is purposefully redundant okay that's it that's it it speaks to itself, it crosses over itself, and it yep. affirms itself. Yep. And so I love that in Acts 2, yep. Peter is uh, preaching this sermon he at Pentecost. Preaching. He preaching. He's preaching. Laying it all out there, and he's given this huge theological foundation, yep. and right there smack in the middle, yep. in Dropping verses bars. Um, 
29 and 30, he says, this is Acts 2, 29 and 30. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet and knowing that God has sworn an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne. Okay. Come on. He foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of Christ that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. Y'all, he is right there referring to this psalm that we're in right now here tonight. That's it. That's the it. words that David spoke, he spoke prophetically about Christ. And he goes on to say, this Jesus, God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. Mm, bars. Peter was preaching. Peter he, was preaching. He, he, he laid, Peter laid that thing out. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was just a firm, like, to me, that type of stuff, like you cannot deny that the Bible is inerrantly true that mm-hmm. David literally was prophesying about Christ and, mm-hmm. and believed in mm-hmm. the Christ. Girl, mm-hmm. David believed in the Christ that would come yes. from his from his lineage. Yeah. And there he is. Yeah. And it and was not only did it David, David believed in the Christ. He spoke he spoke prophetically, not only prophetically, but accurately. Come on. Okay. All of these things that he's saying are, ha- are going to happen mm-hmm. in the body of his, of God's Holy one mm-hmm. actually do happen mm-hmm. in the body of God's Holy one Christ. That's right. So not only does David prophetically speak about this yep. and it happens in Christ, but then Peter reflects on it and says, let me throw all the way back to David because yes. now that I have seen and heard and know, Come I can on. point to what he said and say that it was true. What he was talking about then actually happened. And I can look Ooh. back and testify to it because I saw it with my own eyes. Ooh. And by the way, and for that, we are all witnesses. For that, we are all witnesses, right? <laughs> yes. Girl. So let that, I mean, women, let that encourage you that, that God's word is not haphazardly put together. No, it is not. It is, it is a, a real and true and intentional and purposeful book that points us to who God is, yep. what he did, what he wants us to know about him, and how that knowledge mm-hmm. will transform our minds, uh-huh. our hearts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. In our everyday, oh, in our everyday, in our every rhythms. day. Because this, t- Leah, I gotta say this because the Holy Spirit is leading me to say it, and that is why the yeah. Lord our portion. Mm-hmm. That is why the Lord is our portion and our inheritance because yeah. He does not contradict Himself. He was mm-hmm. He covenanted with us in the beginning through a nation of people and he mm-hmm. fulfilled his promise through through the gentiles and through all people he wants us to know him mm-hmm. he wants us to delight in the goodness of god he wants us to to take part of that inheritance of relationship with him and the 
bodily soul and uh, mm-hmm. body and resurrection and be devoted and consecrated as God's mm-hmm. people. That's mm-hmm. what he desires. And that's mm-hmm. why the word of God is so good because it's inerrant and it's telling the same story mm-hmm. all the way through. It's connecting itself. And so mm-hmm. I love this because it really points to who God is. And when yeah. we look and we observe who what, what this psalm is saying about God is saying in verse two that he is a covenant God. Mm-hmm. He is a covenant God in verse two. And then I love the fact that in the verses, girl, listen, in verse four, Paul, I mean, not Paul, in verse four in the psalm, David juxtaposes this to going after other gods yeah. and how the sorrow is multiplied. Because Mm -hmm. people are trying to give sacrifices, trying to be near God, but they got the wrong God. And so Mm. because of that, the multiplicity of sorrow, because they keep going back, expecting expecting a different result. It's like insanity. Doing Mm -hmm. the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. expecting a different result, and you don't get it. Mm -hmm. But we see that... The, the L-O-R-D caps locks is a covenant God and he is covenanted to his people in verse two versus the juxtaposition in verse four. And yeah. then he is generous. He is abundantly generous. <coughs> Excuse me. In verse, in verse five, in verse six, it says, um, the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. And then it says, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. Those are promises and facts that God is a generous God and he loves to do things generously. He loves to give a beautiful inheritance. He loves Mm -hmm. to to literally give you not just what you need, but then he says, what? That your, your, your lines will fall in pleasant places. Pleasant places. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he is generous. And then he gives wisdom in verse 7 and 11. Mm-hmm. He is near us in verse 8. He is near us in verse 8. That blesses me in a time like we, we are in right now, yeah. in a time where our, our day can be mm-hmm. just thrown off, where we start out going really well. Like sometimes I can have a really great morning and mm-hmm. my kids and everybody is acting sweet and kind to one another. And it can be five minutes later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord. I, but or, or, or hold up, the fact that he's near when we're in a time where nobody else can be near, okay? Girl. Girl. Because for for singles, for those like college students who are in just spaces where you feel isolated right now, like what a comfort is that to say he is near? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got nobody else near you, but the Lord is near. Jesus himself has made, mm, mm, mm. Yep, yep. He is near. It even says that he is, he is at, he is at my right hand right because hand. he is at yeah. my right hand. That right mm-hmm. hand speaks to not just a nearness, but he is with you. If he, if he yeah. has your right hand, he mm-hmm. with you. Right. Listen, mm-hmm. woman of God, rest, rest today and rejoice that he is with you. I agree with that, Leo. Yeah. Five times over. Yeah. 
-hmm. then in verse 10 and 11, he has given us Jesus as a means to our inheritance, which you went through so beautifully and thoroughly in, in tandem with Acts chapter two. And I, I love these words in verse 10 and 11, um, specifically, uh, at the end of nine, it says my flesh, the, therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. Yeah. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy one that's pointing to Jesus. That's the Holy one, Jesus see corruption. You make known to me the path of life in your presence. There's fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. There's that generosity of God again. But I love this because it speaks to the desire that the Lord is living with us. He's abiding with us and that security he's making residence with us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My God, girl, Mm -hmm. that, that right Mm -hmm. there is, is Mm -hmm. shouting right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a gladness. It's a gladness that he has made residence. He's abiding with us. And that's a, that's a blessing. Talk to us about what does this say about ourselves? Because we've already seen Christ. We saw Christ right in, in the prophetic, the, the prophecy of scripture in verses nine and 10. So we've already talked to how this points to Christ, but what does this say about ourselves, Leah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, David is, is penning this song um, giving us a sort of like zoomed in lens of both his posture, his face and his mm-hmm. behavior. Mm. So, I mean, we could just, let's just take a page out of David's book. He says for, for himself, as for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all, all my delight. The yeah. sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. We talked about that, the multiplication of sorrows, but listen, David is putting himself in this place where he said, I say to the Lord, I have no good apart from you. He's, he's creating that juxtaposition, as we talked about, between delight yes. and sorrow, the saints and the idolatrous. And he's saying, I'm going to choose the Lord yes. as my portion. And so for us, let's, put, let's take a page out of his playbook. Come we have now. this choice. We have this choice to say, the Lord is my chosen portion. I have a role in choosing him yeah. in setting him before me mm. in, and I love what you were talking about. He is at my right hand. There's that withness. the mm. most width of the withness is when yes. he's, he's at my right hand. And mm-hmm. also the right hand is historically a symbol of strength, right? Yes. So saying we, he is my strength. Yes. And, and, and his posture, David's posture is what I'm going to do, how I'm going to behave is mm-hmm. acting out of that trust of mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. So he is saying, I am choosing to set the Lord before me. I am choosing to mm-hmm. trust him for my strength. And because of that, the result of this trust is this good faith and yeah. also this posture of I will not be shaken and my flesh dwells secure. Mm. So we know that we experience this strength. We know that we also experience the goodness of God in a, in a really distinct way because, yeah. as I said, our, our trust, this result of the trust leads to a faith. Mm. And that faith leads to the confidence. Mm. I love that, um, again, he says, therefore, in verse nine, therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. Yes. I, um, I, I love the, um, the posture of in-depth Bible study teachers that, that say, that have said to me many times before, if you see the therefore, what is the therefore, therefore? Come okay? on, come on. 
this is just a glimpse into my Bible study habits. Mm-hmm. If I see a therefore, I'm like, what is the therefore therefore? Mm-hmm. Okay. The therefore is there to point us to what? To mm-hmm. point us to what what is he saying? My heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. What is therefore? So so I'm tracking back. What's before that? He's saying, I have set the Lord before me. And he's saying, so this posture of this experience of trust, he knows and it is transformational in what in how he actually um, like how he, how he believes about mm. his heart yes. and um, my flesh also dwells secure. So there's this physical understanding of, of how he is established, not just in this sort of abstract, we're talking about this resurrection, the faith and the confidence of my eternal portion, yeah. but also in my very present day, my right now day, right my now. flesh dwells secure. We are, we are insecure in our world, in our country, but my flesh dwells secure because I know the Lord. Girl, okay? and, and let me tell you something. As you talking about that, therefore, and because of what you're saying, mm-hmm. work the, you're already alluding to what is the, the Holy Spirit has been working in my heart and mind, which is because of that security, because he is at your right hand, yeah. that is how you make your heart glad. Mm. Th- that's how you make your, that's, that's literally what it's saying. I got to snap. So you got to say that again. <laughs> Be- because when you said the, therefore, why, why is it? How, how can you have a glad heart? It says, therefore mm. my heart is glad. So how can you have a glad heart? It says, because he is at my right hand, I will mm-hmm. not be shaken. And then I'm like, well, man, how does that happen? Why? Right, is- because is the, co- is the result. What is, is the, the cause? Result? Well, what's the cause? because you said you got to mm-hmm. take it one more step back and that's exactly what it says because i have set the I lord always <laughs> before me i have set <laughs> the lord always before me. Jump out of my chair this is I, this is how pumped we get about bible study okay <laughs> i have set the lord God's always always mm. not sometimes always before me and listen ladies that is not an easy task to do. And that's why Leah walked yeah. us through that there is a choice that has to be made. Mm-hmm. David has given us this example because he is saying, listen, I chose to let the Lord be my portion. Mm-hmm. I knew, I saw his, I've seen his goodness and his kindness. I've seen his generosity. I've seen the, the, the hope that is to come. Mm-hmm. And I literally am setting my, my setting my mind, setting my heart mm-hmm. on the Lord and allowing it to be always before me. And let me tell you what the greatest temptation for us every day is, is to mm-hmm. allow the Lord and our hearts to be set always before him. That is a temptation. There is mm-hmm. going to be something that is always trying to vie for your attention, yes. for your affections, for your, for, for your thoughts, for your mm-hmm. emotions, for your, your, your physical body. That's why I love Psalm 16 because David is like, even my flesh, he says, mm-hmm. my flesh, my heart, he's bringing in everything. Love the Lord, your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your yes. strength, all your body, your personhood. And that's what he's saying. But you got to set you got to have the lord set 
always mm-hmm. been for you. And that is a I hear what I you're like saying. That's a prayer. That, I feel like that's a prayer. Right. It is be a prayer praying. because what you're saying is that choice is not easy. It's that not choice easy. is not easy. It's not easy. Ladies, if you've ever been in the place where you're opening up the Bible, you're reading the word, you're meditating on God, and yet mm. and still your to-do list pops into your mind. Come on. Your um thoughts about what you're going to Netflix later pops into your mind. Come on. Your, oh, I'm so mad at so-and-so and and I'm going to argue about this later pops into your mind. Or how about your your kids? Your kids coming at the door. Your Your kids kids coming coming at the door. door. You thinking breakfast is about eight o'clock and I'm trying to rush through this or seven 30 and I'm trying to rush through. I just got to, and, and he's like, no, 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 no. Have your, have me set, set the Mm -hmm. Lord always Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. you. And mm-hmm. I'm saying, if you got to cut your Bible time short, that that's okay. But say, Lord, I'm going to set you always yeah. before me. Lord, walk with me. Let mm-hmm. I need your right hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we can use the language that David is articulate. To me, David made this so tangible. I could, mm-hmm. I can see myself asking the Lord for these things. And I've yeah. been asking him, like, Lord, help me to, to rest in what you've done, just like what you were articulating. And let Mm -hmm. me be led by your love. Let me set my mind always before you. Let me set my emotions. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not easy, but, but he's inviting us to ask the Lord. He's inviting us to ask the Lord. So, so talk to me, Leah, about the attitude. What, what are we called to in response? We're sort of working through it in ourselves and how we're flushing it out in our lives, but talk about how we're called to respond to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're right on track. We're talking about this choice, this consecration. I'm choosing though apart from him, I have no good thing. I've set the Lord before me. Mm -hmm. So there's this repetition of this theme of, of consecration of devotion. Consecration is a fancy word for devotion by choice. And that choice comes from knowing and believing the goodness of God. Let me tell you something. You're not going to choose God. You're not going to set him before you. If you don't really believe that his portion is good. Okay, Ooh, the psalmist say that one more time. Say you're that. not going to set him before you. You're not going to choose him time and time again if you really don't believe that he's good. If you really don't believe that he's that good. If you really, I mean, the psalmist says, Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. No good thing. Period. And that no. goes back to the garden. And that goes back to the mm-hmm. garden. That goes right back to the garden because where the serpent yeah. deceived Eve was d- not believing that God was good yeah. or that yeah. God had the abundance that he had already provided was yeah. good enough. Come on, yeah. saints. Come yeah. on, saints. Yeah. And right now in the time that we're in, this is super relevant, okay? Because you will have people who are not followers of Jesus saying, if God was good, why would he, why would there be this pandemic? Yeah. Why is coronavirus taking folks' lives? Yep. How can you say that God is good and that he's in control? Why does he allow these bad things to happen? Yep. Those are real questions. And, and unless we know the goodness of God, we cannot actually, not only can we not provide a, a defense for our faith, but we're not even going to be able to trust in him for ourselves and lead Ooh. to that daily devotion 
in this day to day when it is hard. Man, oh it is hard. I'm yeah. over here in a house with four kids who ain't got no school. I'm the teacher. I'm the principal. I'm the chef. I'm the counselor. Nurse. <laughs> okay. Tutor. tutor quasi music teacher hard. that you're going I'm, through online. <laughs> quasi music teacher. Not to mention wife, not to mention sister in the Lord. Like Come on. the list goes on and it can be and still Bible teacher. You still Bible reaching, teacher? reaching the breaking point daily mm. and, and and that place where you're like, yo, this is trash, right? Wanting to just be like, this is trash. This is total trash. Total trash. But that but that right there, that temptation to deny the goodness of God to say this is total trash. Yep. Is a temptation that I'm I'm going to daily say no to because I um as I read in this little coronavirus in Christ book that I read a couple weeks ago, if the Lord is sovereign over coronavirus, sovereign enough to stop it but doesn't, then He is sovereign in it to be with us in it, and that His goodness for us will show up in it. And so I got to believe that to be true. I know it to be true. I know the goodness of God because one, as you said, tracking back all the way to the Garden of Eden, he covenanted himself to his people from the beginning. Come on. And he fulfilled that covenant and he continues to fulfill it. Come on. He continues to show his goodness. Come on. If you need any other reason to believe his goodness, then Christ himself, Christ was embodiment of his goodness. And so your circumstances are super temporary. But what Christ did is so, so stinking eternal. Bars. That goodness is permanent in the Mm. most permanent way. So ladies, we can trust in the goodness of God and we can give him our devotion because we can look back at his track record and say, yes, Lord, you have poured out everything, even your very own self to be good to me. And I just got to testify because if yeah. you, and, and I'm thinking about David's, D- David's words that say, and the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I just need one saint who can just remember one fact about David's story. And he's mm. testifying and saying that the lines have fallen in pleasant places. Sisters, I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit on this podcast today <laughs> is saying, he needs you to remember your sin. Mm-hmm. Remember where he brought you from. Remember what he did for you through Jesus Christ. And those lines have fallen in pleasant. You are not where you once were. You Amen. are not. You are Amen. not. You are not blinded. You are, girl, I got to get off this podcast because I'm about to shout in my house. <laughs> we're all about to shout. So we're going to end it here. Listen, listen, the shouting is going to happen over the airway. And we know that y'all are shouting with us. Saints, we've been trying God to do twenty minutes. Saints, we've been trying to do twenty minutes on a podcast. The Holy Spirit will not allow us to do it. He said, "Just go on and just keep your regular time." <laughs> I'm just trying to tell y'all that we have to remember, and that's what David. Yeah. See, see, when David is writing these Psalms, David's got some trackage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's oh, what yeah. we, we got to remember. That he's not just sitting up here, just like trying to create fluffy clouds and yeah. uh, and cotton yeah. candies. He's right. like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. In uh-uh. the trenches, talking the about trenches. the goodness of God. Come on now. And, life. 
talking and about so, the goodness of God. Come on, come on. Yeah. So for us in our actions, these these things, the word of God, the spirit of God breathing into Psalm 16 is giving mm-hmm. us a posture and an invitation to posture ourselves in praise, yeah. to seek out and trust God's counsel in his word. Listen, when you lay your head down tonight, he can instruct you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm a testimony of that. There are things that the Holy Spirit has been revealing to me in my sleep about my children, character things that he, Mm. as soon as I'm asleep, he's revealing it. And I wake up and I begin to pray and say, Lord, help me to shepherd that heart around those very struggles that you have made known. Listen, he will, that's seek out and trust God's counsel in his word. Mm -hmm. Even in your sleep, he will instruct you. Obey his leadership. He's given us some action to obey his leadership. He's generous. He loves to give us that. Mm -hmm. He will guide us with his strong right hand and then rely on his strength, ladies. It's it's available to us. It is available. It is available. So, Mm -hmm. Leah, you want to pray us out in this? I can pray us out. I can pray (laughs) us out. Go ahead, because I'm not going to step in on this. There is a there is living water flowing, and I'm not going to nip the river. Please take us all the way there. Take us all the way there. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are our portion, God, that mm-hmm. you are our portion, that you are our cup, and the lines have fallen indeed upon us mm-hmm. in pleasant places, Lord God. Thank you that your son, Jesus Christ, is our hope. And God, that David allowed us to see this in the Psalms, God. And we are recipients of that beautiful inheritance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father, for the times, Lord God, where where, where we have, have, have seen your invitations, Lord God. And we have fallen short of your glory. We have not embraced them, Lord God. We thank you that we can remember where you have brought us from. We thank you, Lord God, that in this in this psalm, Lord God, that you are allowing us to see the invitation, the invitation towards a devotion and a consecration to you. You're, you're allowing us to be reminded that we are covenanted to you. We are covenanted to you and not because of something that we've done, but you did it to yourself. You, you invited us to yourself you gave us yourself and so we delight in your goodness we delight in your goodness we delight in how you lead us we delight in how you instruct in us and father i pray god that we would operate as we are of the beautiful inheritance of the saints god that we would literally operate like a saint and not an ain't Lord God, God, that we would not go help us, Father, when we are tempted to go down the road of an ain't, Lord God, and go towards idolatry, knowing, Lord God, that it's going to lead to sorrow. And Father, I pray, God, that you would give us victory, Lord God, to not go back over and over again like a pig to his slop. But God, that we would literally turn and see the richness of, of being an inherited one of yours as a saint, Lord God. And because of that, we can choose the portion, Lord God, that we can choose you, that we can we can sit, seek and set our minds on you, knowing that you have set before us an invitation to rely on your strength and to act that out in trust in our daily lives. Father, I pray for the sister that is lonely. I pray for the sister that 
that feels alone, Lord God. I pray for the sister who is in depression. I pray for the sister who feels like she's in isolation, Lord God, as we, as to a degree, we all do, Lord God. But I'm talking about my single sisters. I'm talking about my sister whose spouse may be working long hours, Lord God. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, God, that they would embrace the nearness, God, to know mm. that you are with them, Lord God. And Father, I thank you that you are with all of us. And so, Father, I pray that this word of Psalm 16, Lord God, uh, that it would literally just take residence in our heart, that it would live and abide, and God, that it would bear fruit in our lives, Lord God, for the glory of your name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a great day, ladies. Have a blessed one.